Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. But a potential three on two back the other way. If they push it, pass from Middlestad, back to Casey, shoots and scores! Game tied in Philadelphia. Byro down to the goal line as Greenway sends it to the net. Thompson looking for Byro in front, scores! With Atkinson all over him and face down on the ice. Byro puts the Sabres up 2-1. to one. That's a lacrosse goal right there. Tate Thompson on a three-on-two, carries it across the line. Thompson drops it off. There's the shot. Scores! Owen Power! Let it rip! Good slides down the ice. Thompson now with a chance. Scores! Tate Thompson does a little TNT on the Flyers. Shot stop by Luke it again. Is connecting. Stepped into one from the slot. Now a chance for an empty netter here. Byro's got the empty net. He's got one. He's going to get two. Brandon Byro. Welcome back. Two goals on the night. Horn sounds for the Sabres. Open the month with a 5-2 road win in Philly. Two goals, two shots, two points. Brandon Byro is the difference maker, a difference maker for the Sabres in his return to the NHL last night and a victory over the Flyers, and it feels like victory for us today because we're here with our friends at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center getting set for next week's Hockey Fights Cancer Night. And I love the swag that we already have received yes. this morning. The scarves are fantastic. The beanie's awesome. There, there's very little that would take me out of my black and red mode, which oh, I arrived yes. in today, yes, but you're, you're this on. was a must uh, change at the last second. I like the look. I definitely like the look. A lot of people here, we had a few alumni already uh, on hand this morning. Yeah. Tim Kennedy, uh, Rhett Warner, uh, Danny Gare, which will join us in the show in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rob Ray was here. so uh, He was? Yeah, Rob Ray was there. You didn't see him? No. Well, there was two Rob Ray. There was a young lady with a Rob Ray jersey on. She's still over there. Roberta Ray. And uh, there was the real Rob Ray. The, the, the man, the myth, the legend was also here representing the alumni. He's our president of the alumni. He's got to be here. So, but, uh, so does that mean he's like overly hands-on and doesn't trust you guys to do anything? So he has to make I sure. I will say this. He trusts he? some of us to do some <laughs> of the things. But he is definitely very hands-on, and he likes to take control and takes charge, which uh, is the way that he does things. Okay, I understand that. Uh, we also have Kim Sweeney, most importantly, Vice yes. President of Patient Care here at Roswell Park, coming on to join us at the bottom of the hour as well. Um, are you hearing me okay, by I the way? I can hear you good, okay. not through the headset, because now it's really <laughs> thick with the oh, beanie that's, that's... that I put on. 
but uh, I knew there was a reason. I can hear you just like because you're standing three feet away from me. This is an ongoing running joke we have, folks, because we've uh, grown into double earpieces, yeah. which in theory should allow you to hear more and everything clearly. But when you sit next to someone and you have other voices in your head, it sometimes mutes the conversation well, between you know, us. Also, so. what happens is when you get so much of something your brain tends to want to shut it off. So when I hear both, like I used to only have a earpiece in the right it's ear. It's called the third segment of every pregame show. Exactly. So by that point, I'm like, I'm out. And so we'll try not to do that today. You know what? Well, That's a great segue with a, a little bit of a recap from last night's game. Okay. I think about halfway away. in the first period yesterday, yeah. there was too much good that was happening, and the Sabres said, we out. We don't want to do that anymore. And then the bad stuff started happening. Well, the bad stuff or, and this is really funny because our um, man of many uh, hats, Tom Mecca on yeah. the broadcast, <laughs> shared with us oh, boy. the NHL's highlight pack for the last recap. night's Sabres-Flyers game. And the only thing that they showed for the second period was the opening faceoff and a useless commentary between Ed Olchek and Keith Jones oh, yeah. for five seconds, and then they went right to the third period. So so, if so, so there wasn't much happening is what we're trying to well, say. We do last a lot of the, the recap. We watch we watch the highlights on NHL.com often, right? Yes. You want to recap course, the games. Yeah. and So what they always do is, especially the opening face-off of the game, like it could be a nothing play. They will always it's show always it. always a nothing play. It's always a nothing play. You're right. But they always show it. It has no bearing on the highlights. It's a waste of 22 seconds. And But what they did yesterday, because the second period, and I said it in the uh, second intermission yesterday, yes. I felt like, you know, the, the, the game, there, there's always a fluctuation in the hockey game. If you were to, to put a graph in front of your, you know, computer screen, it would go up, down, up, down. It would fluctuate, right? It would be ebbs and flows. The second period of last night's game was a straight line. Nothing happened for both teams. And look, not just the Sabres. I don't think Philly really did anything in the second period, really, that that would make you think, wow, the Flyers are coming on strong. Right. And now in the third period, they had a more of a push. Uh, Uko Pekalukinen was really good. Mm -hmm. He was fortunate that Henry Yokiaryu wanted to uh, make up for the deflection early in the first period that went off his second to the Sabres' net. He made a beautiful... Uh, fingertip save um, that uh, would have gone in, and the Sabres got three goals on four shots, one in an empty net, but that's that's all that the game was. The game really was three goals on four shots. That's the difference of the game. Take us through Brandon Byro uh, and his interesting numbers uh, beyond just the goals, but really it's important to note and, and restate just how this young 25-year-old, I say young because it's still a small number uh, at the highest level, just two games played, um, all of the numbers that you think are interesting and relevant to Brandon Byro last night. So when I do a recap of the game the next morning, I usually will watch some of the highlights, will go through my notes, and then I will go on some of the websites that bring you the data and see, like, okay, what matches the eye test and what is not matching, right? So 
I didn't think the Sabres had the puck in the offensive zone all that much last night. So I went to offensive zone possession time at even strength and looked at it. The Sabres only had the puck with possession in the offensive zone for three and a half minutes of the game. That is about as low of a number you'll ever get, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the Flyers were just at that under five minutes. So not a lot of offensive zone possession time at even strength either. So then I'm looking, okay, who are the players that had good zone time? Peyton Krebs led the, lead, the, 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 the Sabres with 18 seconds. Alex Tuck, 17 seconds. These are for the entire game. For the entire game. Peyton Krebs had the puck on his stick with possession in the offensive zone for 18 seconds. Darlene often on good nights has it for a minute. Yeah, 16 seconds for Darlene. Then again, yesterday. there were very few power plays last night. Although yeah, but this is even five strength. Five? This yeah. is strictly yeah. five on five. But still, the, the numbers are low, yeah. very low. And so I'm like, okay, who didn't have the puck in the offensive zone? And I go to the bottom of the list, and I see that Brendan Byro had the puck on his stick with possession for three seconds of five-on-five five play. I guessed it correctly, too. And you guessed it correctly when I asked it. So let's recap Brendan Byro's game. Two goals, one in an empty net, where he had the puck for about a second and a quarter while he got the puck from Casey Milstead and skated in. So the rest of the game, he had the puck on his stick in the offensive zone for about a second, wow. but still got a goal. Like that is sometimes the way it goes. You're going to have the puck on your stick for maybe a minute and not generate anything. Brendan Byro, at three seconds of puck possession in the offensive zone, managed to have two goals in the game. Amazing. And he joined last night Logan Cooley, Connor Zary, uh, scoring their first goals yeah. in the NHL. And what a finale there was last night. I mean, the Ducks are incredible. They've won five in a row. Pavel Minchikov has, and, and again, we, we talked, in the summertime, like the whole Drysdale, Drysdale's hurt again. Yes. Um, but they've got really good prospects, and Minshikov was just waiting for this opportunity, and boy, has he grabbed it. He is going to keep himself in the mix for the Calder this year. I would be shocked if he didn't. Uh, the point totals have been really high, but what a finish for Troy Terry as he scored the hat trick yeah. in overtime to win it. And, I mean, it He's was your just... boy, Troy Terry. Well, he, I felt like he'd been a little slow, but, of course, hard to be keeping up with the Vetranos of the world when wow. he scores often as he had. But anyway, and Mason McTavish. Mason McTavish, what a pass. What a play. But wow. I would just encourage people to, to try to watch that game winner. And it was the perfect encapsulation of how the game is thought of mm -hmm. and played by the youngest stars. Mason McTavish was so close to the net in overtime, and he chose to pass to Troy Terry, who... Yeah, he's going for the hat trick, but McTavish still felt this was the best chance for him to win. And Troy Terry zipped it right up under the bar. And I was just, I was amazed by the skill that was executed in that moment by those two young players. So often we watch highlights, we watch games, and we're like, oh, you know, that's being selfish because you're going to take the shot when you have the shot, right? Mm -hmm. Casey Middlestad against Colorado, he comes in on a yeah. three on one, he takes the shot. It could be seen as selfish if he misses the net or it's a goalie in the chest. Sure. But those guys are confident they're going to make a play. And sometimes we say, oh, one too many pass, one too many pass. Well, you know what? The same thing is true that you have to be unselfish when you see the a reason for it. And if the play doesn't connect, they say, well, you know, you, you, you made the, the wrong play, one too many passes. I feel that we've seen that with the Sabres often. Mm -hmm. where because they try to create so much offense, sometimes it backfires a little bit. Yeah. Now, 
you know, Mason McTavish is a great player. You know, Anaheim is very surprising this year. Dallas had a win last night against Calgary. Calgary is in a uh, bit of a whirlwind right now. They haven't won since they beat the Sabres here. In I think Buffalo. a whirlwind sounds like a friendly place compared to where the Flames are at right now. Yeah, maybe a hurricane five. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever they rate hurricanes. Downward like a category spiral. Five. Yeah. Downward spiral is pretty bad. Still haven't won since winning here in Buffalo. The, 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 the St. Louis Blues are struggling as well right Just now. Just don't look like they've got anything offensively. So so you've got some teams that are, you know, kind of trying to find their footing. They could really use Travis Sanheim, come to think of it. Why? The Blues. Oh, yes. Well, that, that trade didn't go through, so yeah. that's another thing. But the Sabres, what I felt like last night is a team that didn't have much of in the way of their game mm-hmm. and Don Granado switching lines because he felt that the team didn't have the energy and everything, but they still found a way to win. Yep. And to me, that's at the end of the day, now two in a row for the first time this year, mm-hmm. it took to game number 10 for them to be able to go back to back wins in the season. But for the first time this year, even though they really didn't have their game, mm-hmm. they win a game. So that they you know, they beat Colorado. It was a great win. They beat right. Tampa. They beat the Islanders. They did all those things. But for the first time, they win a game where they didn't really play all that well, which is good. You move on and you take the two points. And for the first time on our post-game show last night, you mentioned the playoff picture in the Eastern Conference. So now that oh. was slightly amusing, but also because you love segments. It's the completion of a 10-game segment, right? Okay. So let's wide brush, step back, remove entirely all the emotional ups and downs of the first 10 games. If you were to sit there and say, going into the year, after 10 games, the Sabres will be at 3.2 goals per game. You'd go, eh, it's down a little bit, but it's tolerable. It's because the power play is not working. <laughs> 12th in goals against at 2.9. Oh, yeah. You'd be doing this. 11th in 5-on-5, five 4-and-against. Five, and Perfect. you got to be better at 5-on-5. Five five. Yes. So they're in the upper third. Fifth on the penalty kill at 90%. Yep. Huh. But right? the, but like, those, the, the goals against and the penalty kill, it goes hand-in-hand hand with the concerns this summer. Concern exactly. about the defensive structure, the defense itself, and goaltending. And now you're like, okay, it's going the right direction. But you already identified the area that is unexpected. 10% on the power play to rank 29th, and at a 5-5 five and five record, they're still just outside the top eight in the Eastern Conference. Well, so The goal differential we talked about, which is plus now. Out, but yep. now it's plus. It's plus yep. three. Mm-hmm. You look at the teams that made the playoffs last year. I think it's more than plus three now. 17 teams in the NHL. At a, uh, I see it. That's plus three here on NHL.com. No, that's overall, not five on five. Oh, five on five. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying overall because that's yeah. what I was looking at. Yeah. But last year, 16 teams made the playoffs. 17 teams. Calgary Flames were the only team missing the playoffs that had a positive goal differential. Yes. You need that. I mean, maybe at the end of the day, maybe you make the, the playoffs and you're minus five because you got a bad game, a 9-1 loss, and, you know, that's the difference. Right, right. But a plus goal differential at the end of the year is one of the, the telltale signs for the team that get in. So I think what we're trying to say is the numbers are pretty close right now to where you would want to be building from moving forward. And Obviously, trending the right Trending way. the right way. Last night's entire picture notwithstanding, correct? Correct. But again, you played a bad game. Well, a bad game. You played a game that is not at your standard. Yes. You win. You walk out of there, and then you got Philly again tomorrow night, and you're like, hey, 
Now we get our game. We just played them. We know what they're going to do. We know that Philly likes to have on-man rushes. Um, they, they can't catch you in the offensive zone when you're overly aggressive. And then after that, you start to back off. They find their, their, their rhythm. Mm-hmm. Now you've seen them. Now flip the switch. Yes. Get a big game. Get another win. Put three in a row. Like that's the perfect scenario, I think, for the Sabres right now. Yeah, and there'll be a lot of questions uh, to be asked going into tomorrow's game for philadelphia of course it'll come down to goaltending because carter hart is expected to miss some time we'll get further word on that and which direction do they go and do the sabers continue to use lukanen uh and then levi on saturday in toronto or do they flip that around lukanen is three and zero as a starter this season an awful lot to get to and yep. especially now that you just said it the offense is trending in the right direction. What a great time to have Danny Gare, oh, yeah. one of the greatest scorers in Sabres history, join us here on the show from Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. And of course, the reason we're here today is to obviously set you up for Hockey Fights Cancer Night next week at the arena. It happens a week from tomorrow. And in partnership with Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center, the puck drops at 7 p.m. Minnesota Wild are in. And all fans in attendance will receive a Hockey Fights Cancer scarf, which we're proudly wearing here today. And you can get your tickets at sabers.com slash HFC. Now, this, as you know, has always, since it's been in existence uh, in the NHL schedule on an annual basis, it's been an incredibly special night. Uh, And I expect that this year will be no different. And... Danny Gare, it is wonderful to see you. Good to see you, Duffer. How, um, how... You said get your tickets, and their <laughs> tickets shows up. Yeah. We only right got on, one. Just right on we two. only got right one, on. but that's yeah. all right. Tickets. You've also, that's the original, baby. You, you've, <laughs> you've been able to experience theme nights throughout the league in many cities. You've been based in Tampa a lot of times, and Tampa, as we know, has done incredible things for their in arena experience they mm-hmm. their community initiatives in tampa yeah. are yeah. among the absolute best what do you think of when you find yourself here at roswell park and you think of how we typically are able to present hockey fights cancer night i, I you know I, it's just great to see the people come up in the energy when they see rob ray who was here and rhett warner and tim kennedy and myself and you know, Roswell has been a, you know, a standard, I think, not only in this community, but throughout the United States as one of the premier cancer clinics. And, uh, you know, I just I just feel it's it's awesome to to see the initiative by the NHL to, for Hockey Fights Cancer. I mean, we've all been touched, and, and unfortunately, by cancer through someone in this in this um, community or friendship to fans. And so I think it's a special evening. Um, I've enjoyed every moment that i've come down to roswell and seen the kids the the patients and so forth and so on and you know it was funny because rhett warner you know who just left here and rhett with carly's club he was the one that originated that in 99 he was telling me and i Mm -hmm. I, you know i wasn't here then but he said yeah i remember michael groshek and i meeting carly and from there was history you know i believe it was on their birthday yeah. And with Chuck, and yeah, he came Dad. over and met Carly, right. and uh, yeah, and and that that bond, that relationship, 
moved on. And then when Rhett moved on, it, it like J.P. Dumont them, and right. Brian Campbell right. and a lot of the guys helped with Camp Good Days. and Danny Breer, Danny Camp Breer. Good Days, Paul Gosta, yeah. Camp Good Days. I mean, it, you, you pick an angle and an offshoot of so much that emanates from here yeah. into the community, right? There's well, just branches, it, tentacles it, yeah, from it is. Roswell. Yeah. You're right. All of those things just continue. Uh, and, you know, it's funny. I was talking with Jennifer Hickok, who's the uh, – liaison for the Sabres and, and Roswell, and, and the work that she said to me, it goes back to 91, mm-hmm. that when our alumni, you mm-hmm. know, were coming here um, back in the day, and um, it continues, that's over 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and it still continues, and it's it's not, it's not just, you know, the... You know, coming and saying alone, but it's a family thing. It's our alumni. It's 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 the Sabers. It's the organization. It's the community. But it seems to all come like Buffalo is this like one big family type yeah. thing. What's so. the biggest question or biggest comment that most uh, often comment you get? Like for me, it's like, man, you're a lot taller than we thought you'd be. <laughs> like that's the one thing Duffer laughs all the time. But what's the one thing? I, they, I they didn't they know you were that short. Oh no. <laughs> You played a lot bigger. You played a lot bigger. (laughs) But is there something that always comes back, either like the, you know, 75 finals, things that come back? Yeah, in fact, I had two guys come up here and they said to me, boy, you know, you got in a lot of fights. And I said, (laughs) yeah. He says, I remember the one with Clark Gillies. And I'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that one too. But, um, I just it's just people, I mean, all ages, all different, uh, you know, paths of life. But, uh, you know, back when we played, obviously it was, uh, you know, a little different than this game. And, and it just continues as, again, a family from then till now. And you have present-day players do what they do for the community. So it's it's awesome. You mentioned it. I don't even know if you recognized it in the first sentence you said here today. It's the energy that people show when they come yeah. up to see you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a really interesting statement because a lot of people – have a tough time finding the energy to get right. through everything mm-hmm. and why they're here. Yes. But what lifts them up yeah. are the people that help them here and having the opportunity to maybe have a chance meeting with you, your fellow alumni. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's like we take so much for granted. We do. But for that moment to exist where you get a boost of energy. It gives us energy. It sure gives it me does. Proud, yeah. proudness. Uh, I mean, but I mean, how many people say, I'm, you know, I'm in my – Fourth year remission, my third year remission. You know, I, you know, I just did chemo. You know, the people coming in here, but they're all they're uppity, uppity, uppity. Yes. I mean, this is what this place does, and yeah. and, I, and just for us to be here to maybe give them a little comfort or a little, you know, pat in the back and say, hey, keep it going. You know, that mm-hmm. type of thing is is. It's special, so. Often we meet people that we've already met, right? And they they've been here for many yeah. treatments or many yeah. years or whatnot. We took a, uh, an alumni picture earlier this morning, and we all had our, our placards, right. right? And it's basically the placards you always see, Occupy Cancer, right. Roswell Park, and I fight for. Right. And I didn't have anything written on mine because I just grabbed a placard to do the picture. Yeah. And so the guys are like, Marty, you got to write something. Right. And then there's a gentleman there. His name is Rod. He goes, put right, my name on put it. Put my name on it. Put, uh, write Rod. That? So I that? put Rod yeah. on it, and then he was standing right there, and I'm like, Little things, yeah. little things that you don't even realize mean a lot for people. Remember, and so I was so happy to do that and, and put Rod on my paper. So last year when we were touring through here with the players and the annual visit, yeah, um, I had a chance meeting. I was, you know, I try to 
kind of hang behind the group of players like they're the headliners and i just you know like kind of walk around and uh i i i ran into this lady and she was you know big dylan cousins fan and you know i got her name just to kind of remember so when we got to hockey fights cancer night and then the players of course were wearing the names of patients yes. right okay yes. and yeah. her name was featured on the broadcast and then she took a screenshot of it like she couldn't believe her name was being mentioned on the broadcast and, <laughs> on as, soon as, and as soon as i saw it i was like oh my gosh that's the that's lady it. i met on the visit and i just I, it, again that's, it's just yeah. this extension of like how it can important make someone yeah. feel how right? important it is to yeah. them yes exactly. it was so cool and dylan did spend a lot of time so she was thrilled like well, it, was it made me so. think when you talk about dylan and how dylan played last season and and how he's trying to get his rhythm this year he's had some good yeah. moments whatnot uh we were talking about how sometimes you know rookies go through rookie orientation and we had yeah. the development camp this summer do you feel like you had a uh, a bit of a uh, would an influence on what Zach Benson has been able to do this year? Because you spoke to the rookies. Yes, we did. You took a picture with him. You're yes, like, hey, did. you're from He's uh, a BC boy. From BC Chilliwack. boy and yeah. Chilliwack. You're like, hey, well, come and take a picture. Do you feel cool. like you have a you you had an influence on Zach Benson? Well, Obviously, he's out now week to week with right. a lower body, but still made the team out of camp and everything that he's done. I mean, I, he wasn't even born when I played, but my point. <laughs> But I'm a little guy yeah. like him. You know, he's got a, a great bulldog. shot. He's got a great shot, yeah, I mean, which I liked, you know. And um, he seemed to be outgoing, energetic, uh, all those things that and understand the game, which is what I liked uh, when I watched him play some of the yep. the games that he's played in. And, you know, he had unfortunately got injured. But, no, I, I just I think, you know, because I took the picture and I sent it uh, back to t uh, Tyler Kennedy, yep. uh, to Timmy Tim Kennedy. Kennedy yeah. And he said, I'll get it to the guys, you know, because yeah. uh, I thought that was cool. So whatever. I mean, I'm sure, you know, my brother uh, who scouted said he had an older brother that that was drafted, I think, by Edmonton or one of those teams, but didn't quite get there. Yep. But so their family, a hockey family, and their Carney family, which I thought was kind of funny, too. Yeah. You know, they're in carnivals yeah. Uh, yeah. in the summertime, and he goes around to all these hockey schools in every city and gets an opportunity to, to skate. But, no, I think it's important. I said, how many Westerners, any BC boys here when we talked? Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And they came right up after, and uh, I wish him luck. I mean, he's, he's young. He's He's got skill level. He's, I think he's, you know, he's got a great upside. A little tenacity. A little, in his a game. little, a little, a lot of tenacity. A little, little when he needs it. That's, that's what I'm saying. And he, you know, so last, last one for me uh, before we take a break and then continue on with our discussion about why we're here at Roswell Park today, and that'll happen after the break. Um, one player that I'm really curious to know your opinion on, because your legacy was shooting pucks, shooting pucks, shooting pucks. Pucks, and eventually, like very quickly in the NHL, you became a 50-goal scorer. And I was looking back at your shot totals, your shooting percentage. The one year when you tied for the league lead, you were at uh, about 20% that year Ooh. as far as uh, good success shooting. rate. <laughs> one guy, there's a lot of players that always it, it, people suggest, oh, if he would just shoot more, right? right. But you can't right. change players. Some are just playmakers, right? right? True. But Casey Middlestad has three goals already, and he's trending the right way from a shooting. Yeah. He's actually... Aside from Brandon Byro, who's two for two, well, good yeah. for him. Middlestat has the highest shooting percentage on the team, and I think we've often thought like 
Middlestaff has a really good shot, and Marty Sneaky showed it last good. night in the pregame yeah. for his goal against Colorado. I'm wondering what you see in Casey and whether you can see him becoming more of a shooter once he sees the success that he's having with it. You know, it's interesting you say that because I've been up here, what, for four or five games, you mm-hmm. know, watching him. I'm going to head back south shortly. But my thing is, it's like I watch individuals and when they – and I remember watching Casey in the outdoor game against Canada in the snow up at uh, Rich yeah. Stadium. Yeah. And he had three assists, I believe, or four assists that game. And he was a playmaker. You could yeah. see he could do that. But when I see him up here and I see his shot selection and his speed and quickness, he's using his shot more. Like the goal last night was a beauty. I think, too, he's probably been the best player on the team as far as forwards go yep. since the start of the year. I think there's a progression, as you said. I, you know, I, I just see his maturity level. I know last year he was starting to come around, and he's just taken it to another level. And I think, you know, the, you know he's been... He's been awesome, and I hope it continues, yeah. But he, he he's shooting better in, in shot selection, I think. Yes. Uh, because I know he likes to dish a lot, yeah. but he's got a great shot. Yeah, like it. Thompson and Skinner have three times as many shots right. yeah. as Middlestat. He, he picks his shots, yeah. you know. And, yeah. um, I mean, if you can be a 20-goal scorer on 100 shots. That's not bad. Or, or 120 <laughs> shots. Like, Easy math is about 20%. 20% That's you know what I mean? gear level right there. I mean, I'll take that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Danny would have preferred 250 to 300 shots, but, uh, yeah. And, and, yeah. And 80 goals. And 80 goals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As it is, he's uh, one of the greatest of all time in Sabres franchise history, a two-time 50-goal scorer and, of course, Thanks, boys. member of the uh, Rafters Club. Uh, Danny, oh, great to great see friends you. Oh, great friends. Yeah, yeah you, guys are, you guys are buds. But I, I tell you, this was great today at Roswell. Yeah. I mean, I just uh, overwhelmed a little bit by the people here and the staff and what mm-hmm. they do here and the volunteers yeah. that come out. Yeah, it's just great. And, that, uh, you, thank you for that word. Volunteers yeah. don't get no, they don't. Enough. And, and there, and there were some, so well, many quite a few here. of them that came up today to get pictures. Yeah, and yeah. whatever. But um, fantastic. Yeah. Safe All travels. Right. We'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. There he is. Sabres Hall of Famer Danny Gare. We're back after this on Sabres Live. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Sabres win last night in Philly, 5-2. They've got the Flyers again tomorrow back in black and red for a home date. And, of course, a week from tomorrow, they will be hosting Hockey Fights Cancer Night. We're at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center right now with Kim Sweeney today. Kim is the Vice President of Patient Care Experience here at Roswell, and it's our pleasure to have you on Sabres Live. It is um, a special time of year, isn't it, when you... uh, no, the new scarves are out, the new hats are out, and we're this close to Hockey Fights Cancer Night. Love it. This is, you feel the energy here and the patients. Um, seeing you guys, you just, you're lifting everybody's energy up even a little bit more. Aww. So thank you so much for being here. What sets Roswell Park apart from other cancer centers? Because we know here in Buffalo, if you've been living in the area, it's, it's obviously one of the premium centers and people from all around the world want to come here, but inside when you guys deal with the families what sets this place apart from others well we we treat the whole patient not only the whole patient but we treat the caregiver okay. the families um i i'm a nurse here also i've been here actually 25 years as a nurse wow. Wow. and so um when you walk through these doors at roswell i say nobody picks up the phone in the morning looking forward to calling roswell mm-hmm. or looking forward to calling any place about cancer when they hang up that phone, I want them to go, thank God I called Roswell, because you, then we wrap our arms around you, mm-hmm. and you come here. I mean, 125 years we've been doing this. That's crazy. And yeah. we are, if you say what sets us apart, we are a nas- national designated cancer center from the National Cancer Institute. Okay. We're the only one in western New York. Mm-hmm. We are the best of the best. And when you hear that you have cancer, and you pick up that phone, and you call us, you are coming to the people that we are going to take you from day one on that journey and hopefully for a very, very long time and survivorship. And it's not just about the disease. It's about your quality of life. It's everything that we put around that. And I always say we wrap our arms around you. Um, My husband was a cancer patient here. My husband, he passed away four years ago last month Uh from cancer. But he was an amazing man, and I remember him say, I said, we can go anywhere. If you want to go, and he said no. He goes, because when I walk in and I sit in the lobby where we're sitting right now, it gives me chills. He goes, it's the hope. Yeah. And he goes, and they they gave him such quality of life. We had amazing years. He saw his daughter get married. He saw his first grandchild and spent a year. Wow. Um, my sister in April was diagnosed. She lives in another state. You say people come from all over the world, all over the states. My sister in another state was diagnosed with stage four kidney cancer in April. I flew her here. Mm. She had her surgery here because there's no place better. And we have this in Western New York. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of uh, feelings and memories every day when you come to work, mm-hmm. knowing that you've had those experiences. How do you... I, how, how do you how do you manage that on a daily basis? I have people ask me that all the time. And you yeah. know what? I am so blessed to do what I do every day for 25 years. Yeah. I so believe in 
what our mission is because, um, as I said, we take care of the whole person. We don't just look for patients that are newly diagnosed. We do the research. How do we prevent cancer? How do we cure cancer? How do we do early detection? Let's get out there. Don't wait until you're diagnosed with cancer. Let's do the screening. The earlier you know. We we promote health. Mm -hmm. We promote survivorship. We promote, you know, let's figure out how to fight this together. And I believe so much in our doctors and our researchers. Uh, Cervaxim, you saw just recently the Cervaxim. Mm -hmm. That was founded here by our doctors. And you know what? They are giving hope and life to people with brain cancer that otherwise had such a short period of time. Yeah. Well, I just gave a little wave uh, off camera to uh, one of our favorites, and that is mm-hmm. Alex, mother of Andre the Warrior, the oh, Sanders yes. family. Yep. So, you and know. She's a nurse here she, as well. Oh, where is she? Because I got my Andre the Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> you should have so I didn't just see her. She just went the other way. But yes. we, we are so lucky to develop relationships with these people who become kind of the face every year of Hockey Fights Cancer Night, Mm -hmm. right? Organizationally, we have between your content creative team, our content creative team, Mm -hmm. the stories that have been put out. But the beauty is you talk about survivorship and things like that. We've been so fortunate to stay connected, especially with so many of the young people. And it's the worst possible feeling as a parent when these kids are diagnosed. But to see them thrive and survive is it's just so rewarding and it, it's just um, a again, community. It, it all comes back to the community feel in here mm-hmm. right i mean marty you and i quiz each other all the time on silly things and this is the furthest thing removed from yeah. that do you know how many people come here for active patient care on an annual basis oh i remember the numbers from the years past but like, this year like how many I this know. year um we had forty nine thousand patients under active care. Wow. We had over 300,000 outpatient visits. Think about that. That's that's Think the number that I had in my head, like 300,000 every year. It seems like it's like getting that is bigger more, and bigger and bigger. It, it was 200,000 a few years ago. Now it's 300,000. Like it, it just It's more so than the population people. of Buffalo proper, yeah. right? Think of the cities you go around to yeah. that are that size uh-huh. and think that every single person is being treated as an outpatient. Like, just to put it into context, and how do they do it? They only do it because you have the people to help them, right? Like, that's what's amazing to me. It's scary that the number is so high because cancer is still so prevalent in our world. But you go back to that word, and and, and you you use the word hope. Like, Marty had the word hope on his placard like a year or two ago for our Hockey Fights Cancer Night. And it's never you know, more than an inch away from kind of everything we're talking about. 100%. And everything we do, our frontline staff here, everybody here is here because they want to take care of that patient coming through mm-hmm. that front door. Yeah. We are here. It's it's our mission. It's our heart. I, I will say time and time again, this is not my job. This is my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I am blessed every day for the patients and the caregivers that I've met, they still come back and see me from when I took care of them on the floor because the Western New York community comes together because cancer cancer touches everybody in, in a capacity, yeah. either somebody close or a family member, and it's 
it's a common thread we have in this community. And this community supports us through, you know, the relationship we have with the Sabres, through the ride for Roswell. We have the Scott Bueller building out at Amherst now on Park Club Lane, which is amazing. We 11 have 11-day power play. 11-day power oh play, the resource goodness. center. Wow. Elevate Salon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Reiki, acupuncture, nutritionist, mm-hmm. um, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have massages. So if a patient is here going into surgery or having a procedure done, the caregiver can go to the 11-day power play resource center and get a massage and just relax because do you know how some everybody's taking care of the patient. So amazing. We have to take care of the caregiver too. Yeah. The support system has yes. got to be – because in the end, like – um, you you can't get better if you don't have a good support system around you. I feel like it's like a hockey team, right? Like I can be feeling really good about myself, but if the people around me are not feeling good, I, I can't go anywhere, right? right? I need that. Um, we're a week away from Hockey Fights Cancer. It's one of our favorite night of the season, one of the most emotional night of the season. Um, you know, I, by the end of the night, my, you know, tears in my eyes, messages on social media, people wanted to let us know that they, you know, they're feeling supportive and, and all of it. So it comes back to you. Uh, like, I feel that not once a year, but one major night a year. You deal with that every day of the year. How, how does the, the emotional roller coaster sometimes It's have, You have to be emotional. Yeah. You have to care. And I think that's the difference is how if you do this and you don't care, our patients are not a number. Our patients, they're, they're a person to yeah. us. And I, at the, the night is so amazing because of the stories and what you hear. And we hear this every day. But the thing is, is when, for me, in bringing the kids and the, and the families in there, they hear, I'm getting emotional right now, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. What you're feeling is okay. And somebody else is feeling it, and it's like this room and the lights and the signs. I hold the signs up. You know, who do you fight for? Yeah. I fight for every patient that picks up the phone and calls us. Yeah. Who do I fight for? I fight for my sister. I fight for, you know, I fought for my husband. I fight for my children who have, you know, genetic predisposition. They can come here because we know if this is what's going on, is there something we need to watch for? Yeah. That night when you come in that room and that center mm-hmm. and everybody's there there's a common thread there's a common love and that love is roswell and the sabers mm-hmm. and it's it's just amazing wow i i know this would be the last thing you would want to talk about because it's more about you uh but how did you evolve from nurse to the <laughs> title that you have of vp of patient care experience like how to what exactly it's more yeah yeah <laughs> you know um we, I, I am the voice for the patient. Okay. And I think it's, you know, I started off as an ICU nurse. Then I was bone marrow transplant nurse on the high-dose chemo floor. Then I was a clinical research nurse for leukemia patients nationally, working with our leukemia team and all the amazing research we do. Then I became patient access, which was new patient scheduling, and that was the intake. And it was the very first time a patient called here. We became the front door. And I thought about it, and it was the insurance authorization, case management. I did all of that. Then I developed the concierge for friends and family because, you know what? As I said, all of our patients are family. Our employees are family. It's my family. Mm -hmm. I I experienced it with my husband. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? 
when you need somebody, I put my cell phone on my business card because I don't care. Cancer doesn't stop at 5 o'clock on Friday. If somebody has a question, you know what? Call me. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's Sunday morning and you're having coffee. If you're worried about it, call me. And, you know, we are there for you. That's a difference Roswell is, Mm -hmm. is that, you know what? You are our person and we're yours. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that now when I drive by and I see Roswell Park and I think of everybody here, I'm going to think of you, Kim, and I'm going to say, you know what? There's glue. Everything has glue. You're a big part of the glue here, and I love your passion. I love your stories, and um, I'm really Aww. thankful that you have been on the show to tell us all about it. Well, I'm very, very blessed that you guys had me Will here. Will you be I at the arena this. next I, Friday? I'm with bells okay. on, okay. but okay. let me just, can I just say, I'm not the, I'm not the glue. There's a lot of glue. Well, there's and, a lot of glue, and, that's and, true. In the support and, team, and our right? leadership. Yep. Yep. I said, I told you earlier, our leadership, mm-hmm. it starts at the very top. It's mm-hmm. like... Everybody leads by example, yeah. and I, I'm lucky to work with the people that I work with. Okay, we expect to see you 200-level Seneca Sports Lounge next Friday, Hockey Fights Cancer Night, all right? Yeah. Go Sabres! Come, come early because right. then my makeup will be running late. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's Kim Sweeney. What a wonderful guest. We're so thrilled to have her, Vice President of Patient Care here at Rock. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. As well, and of course, Hockey Fights Cancer Night is next Friday. The Wild are in town, which in itself is an amazing matchup because it brings Marcus Felino back, one of the most eloquent speakers on the matter, having lost his mom years ago. And uh, I think it's just really fitting that we get to watch two teams that have such big hearts and big places in their communities. Again, you can find tickets at uh, sabers.com slash HFC for Hockey Fights Cancer Night. We're back after this. Back with more of Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Been a couple of light nights in the NHL, the last two, but there's 12 tonight. Sabres, of course, back in action tomorrow in black and red, hosting the Flyers, looking for a sweep of the home-and-home set. Alex Tuck took a maintenance day today, but Connor Clifton did find himself back in practice with Eric Johnson as Clifton's two-game suspension is done. Yeah, I would expect Connor Clifton to be back in the lineup. I think Jacob Bryson did a very good job in his absence, but... Um, look, the top six was kind of set at the start of the season. Clifton takes the two-game suspension. Bryson went 2-0, and first two-game win streak. I get that, but I'm just saying uh, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I don't know. I, saying, I don't really have any uh, argument for or yeah, against. That's I believe if we are in court, I would have just won, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Lightning and Jackets, Red Wings and Panthers. Ooh, Red Wings Panthers is a yes. rather significant. Carolina Rangers season. is one too. Not that significant. It's the other division. Uh, uh, but I like good. How many? Matchups. How many more ways can Ottawa find to lose as they take on LA? They've 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 took a, taken a few L's off the ice here of late. Um, this has been and, about- and on the ice, and LA's coming off a, a rather significant strong performance against Toronto on their trip. I wouldn't wish the Ottawa Senators weak on anybody. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, 
players down with injury. Shane Pinto, 41 game suspension. They get, they lose a first round pick because of the Dadonov trade uh, mm-hmm. and all of that. Fire a GM. I mean, this has been a bad week. And oh, they lost hockey games too. I didn't even mention that. They did, but they're 500 and they are taking on an LA team that is 5-2-2. Two, two. Dis or dat? Maple Leafs Bruins. It seems like people can't get enough of this based on their playoff history. Leafs Bruins, this or that? I'm picking the Bruins. Ilya Samsonov is uh, uh, rumored to start tonight, so I think it's not been a good start for Samsonov. I'm picking the Bruins in that one. They've surprised me this year, and I hate it. Can't spell Oilers without an L. Will they add another one while hosting Dallas this evening? Dallas is good. Dallas is really good, although they got pushed around by the flames in the third period last night but i think dallas keeps rolling yes. yotes habs is my final ask of this uh the habs are good i'm gonna pick the habs all right we'll see you tomorrow for sabers live for it's you. a game day we'll be at key bank center see you then why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.